So I started a little business. I started a blog and I started an online store. I started using Pinterest to spread the word about my thing. And so that's really where like I started to understand using the digital world and my voice to grow a business. It was the first time that beyond like telling my mom about it and my Mm -hmm. grandma and going to pop-up markets, I learned very quickly that there is an opportunity online to sort of spread the word, use your voice to introduce what you're doing to, to more people. And for me, I found that on Pinterest. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. In this episode of the Online Creator Podcast, I talk with Kathy Heflin. Kathy is a Pinterest marketing consultant for e-commerce brands. She launched her Pinterest consulting business after experiencing how powerful Pinterest was as a driver of traffic to her blog and online shop. She offers organic and paid ad Pinterest marketing strategies to help brands grow brand awareness, increase website traffic, increase in sales, and how to grow their email list subscribers. Let's join in welcoming Kathy to the show. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to dive into all things Pinterest with you. You've been doing Pinterest for a while now. Explain to everybody how you help clients, I guess, just to start off with in in the Pinterest world. Sure, sure. Thanks for having me, Kim. I'm thrilled to be here. So I work with predominantly e-commerce businesses, but I also work with some other businesses that are in the blogging industry and things. I do Pinterest marketing consulting for brands that want to grow their awareness, uh, grow sales, grow clicks to their website using Pinterest marketing. So cool. And how long have you been doing that, Kathy? A little over, I would say, three years full time. Before that, I was doing it for my own business, which is a whole story about how I even got started doing Pinterest marketing. So fun. So fun. So the first question I ask outside of, you know, kind of what you do and how you help others is how have you leveraged your voice and uh, to better your business and life? So from where you were, and maybe that's part of that story that you just alluded to, like from where you were and where you are now today, how have you leveraged your voice? So I think that, you know, there's so many of us online in business doing digital marketing and all the things that it was... For me, it was a natural progression to start doing Pinterest marketing for brands. I mm-hmm. started, I worked in a, in a job um, outside of my home. I, my kids went off to college 
And I had time and I also found myself sort of consumed with making sure they were comfortable in school, Mm -hmm. where they were, where they were living. So I started a little business. I started a blog and I started an online store. I started using Pinterest to spread the word about my thing. And so that's really where like I started to understand using the digital world and my voice to grow a business. It was the first time that beyond like telling my mom about it and my Mm -hmm. grandma and going to pop-up markets, I learned very quickly that there is an opportunity online to sort of spread the word, use your voice to introduce what you're doing to to more people. And for me, I found that on Pinterest. Was it an easy transition to start using your voice in that way? Like, or was Pinterest an easy way to start? It was super easy. It's such a user-friendly sort of positive platform. It's very different than other social media. It's, you know, fun for people. It is beautiful most of the time. And there's no, it's just different. And it isn't, I use the term social media. It is a search engine, technically speaking. But it falls into social media when people think about it. And so Mm -hmm. it's an easy place to sort of show up talk about whatever it is that you're offering or or whatever mm-hmm. um, and do it in a way that isn't scary. And I think that it's also, when done really well, an easy way for new people to discover you and your, and your voice and, and what you're offering. Yes, yes. And so we'll dive into a little bit more about Pinterest in a minute. I want to go back to using your voice. Have you had opportunities to uh, present in front of other memberships or other podcast guesting opportunities? Has that ever happened? Yes. So I love to speak to people about what I do and who I do it for. And I have had the opportunity to speak in a virtual summit, which was really what kicked off my business. So I was invited to do a a virtual summit. And so I had this audience that Mm -hmm. would not have had otherwise had I not been able to speak to them through the internet. I've done virtual summits. I have done podcasts where, you know, we do anything from teaching beginner skills to just understanding the platform to business in general. And I've, I speak to membership groups pretty often. I'm, you know, do Q and A's for people. Uh, So I, I love doing that. Like, that's really fun because I do think that in the world of digital jobs, we can be feel very isolated. And yes. so I love the opportunity to just talk to people about it. And, you know, sometimes it results in business and sometimes it doesn't, but it is, it's just visibility basically. And it's giving me the opportunity to connect with other people. Yes. And I think we met through a membership. We were both asked to present uh, at it and that's where we connected. And and then we met, you know, we con- continued our relationship online and and it's fun to do this because I haven't chatted with you in so long so it's really great to get caught up when you are speaking about something that you enjoy too and I think that's important for people to hear it does come more naturally because even speaking like when the first time I spoke I think in that membership I was pretty nervous because I'm not a natural presenter especially when it comes to video but you get me talking about podcasting and audio and sometimes like I speak way too fast still but 
yeah, you kind of have to ask me to shut up a little bit because I I talk too much. Is that happen? Is that is that why it's easier for you, or has it just gotten easier as you've done more and more opportunities? I think it gets easier as you have more opportunities. I think the first few times I spoke in front of people, I was a nervous wreck. I am also not a natural presenter, but yeah. I think when you feel really good about your topic and you mm-hmm. feel like you are an expert at it, it's just really easy to talk about it. And like you just said, like I can go on and on and on. And I love answering questions. I love when people mm-hmm. can take away something that was helpful to them. But I agree with you. I think that it is something that practice makes, you know, I don't think it ever is perfect, but it helps, right? It does help. And and also how inspiring that is to show our kids and show other entrepreneurs that you can actually make a living doing something that you love and enjoy because we don't all have that opportunity and are not all blessed. And sometimes in this uh, entre- entrepreneurial space, it does get lonely and it is kind of frustrating. So it's nice to hear that you have found a path and you're continuing to grow and grow in a way that makes sense for you. So I love, love hearing that. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. How, how do you think, and I think we maybe touched on this a little bit, how do you think your personality has fit into how you have personally marketed your own business? So I, I am not a natural marketer of myself. It's maybe the thing I don't like doing the most. So it's something that I work on. It's something that I am, you know, hopefully getting better at. But and that is my personality. I, I some people find it hard to believe that I identify myself as an introvert, but because I can talk, you mm-hmm. know, about this forever. But if it comes to pitching or meeting meeting a group of people and you know trying to to sell my stuff it that's hard it's really hard and but i think that um when you are comfortable with your topic and you do have the ability to use your voice to talk about it i think that that becomes easier and it comes across Mm -hmm. right people are like oh oh yeah yeah like she's she knows what she's talking about (laughs) yeah and i i was telling someone the other day i I remember when I first started doing discovery calls, it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm very comfortable and it's okay. You know, like if you get to the end of the call and you're not a great fit, that's okay. But I yeah. feel comfortable with speaking to people now about about things. So um, I think that just comes with time. Yeah, I think you're 100% right, 100% right. So you as a Pinterest marketer, you help your clients market, grow and monetize through Pinterest. How has Pinterest, because I know it's changed so much over... Uh, the last year or so, just like every other uh, platform, it seems, if you buy a new computer and it's outdated in two days. <laughs> Pinterest has evolved, though, and they, they are adding video to Pinterest and all those things. Like, it, it feels a little intimidating, to be honest, to kind of go from what I knew Pinterest was to where it is now. So how do you kind of work with clients on where, where things are at right now? I guess, what's, what are you excited about first about Pinterest and where it's at right now? And then we'll go from there. So you're 100% right. There have been a lot of changes on Pinterest, really all social media. But, you know, the last couple of years have been, have been very different. And I, I do feel good that we're in a place of stability, although I do think that on all of the platforms, um, there's going to constantly be change, and audio and video are a huge part of all of it. 
Yeah. So I am a believer in sort of leaning into the change. You can fight it, but that's not really going to do you any good. You know, they want you to do the thing. You need to try the thing. And so for Pinterest, I'm super excited because they are uh, really amping up shopping. And I do work with a lot of e-commerce brands. So the fact that my clients can put their shop on Pinterest and at the same time, we can be pinning video and tips and other things organically, they can also be selling their products from their shop, whether it be physical or digital or whatever. So I am really excited about all of the uh, the features they're adding for mm-hmm. online stores. But at the same time, creators are very important on the platform as well. So we, I still work with blogging clients who are monetizing in other ways. Maybe it's affiliate links or services and things like that. So I just think there's a lot of opportunity. I think a lot of really good things are happening. And that makes me happy because that obviously is the direction that my business is going. You know, I, I'm thankful that I can jive with what, where Pinterest is going. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, you mentioned, you know, audio and video, just like all other platforms. It's super important on Pinterest. They rolled out something, they started by calling it Story Pins, and now it's called Idea Pins. And they're basically Pinterest's answer to the real or to a TikTok. It's a, it's a video. They want you to use video, though you can have it static. They want to hear your voice. They want to see your face. Um, and these, uh, these pins are really showing users something in action. They're teaching it something. You don't have to go to someone's website to get the full story. And so they, just like all the other platforms, you know, they, they had to adopt that, right? Because they, they were doing it on TikTok and they were doing it on Instagram. So, and for me and for my clients, most people are producing that type of content somewhere. So we do a lot of repurposing, a lot of repurposing of other platforms, which makes it easy because I think it can be really daunting like you said, and a little intimidating, but if you're already creating a reel or you have clips from, you know, podcast episodes that you're doing, that makes an amazing idea pin. So what I encourage clients is like, I'm not going to ask you to recreate something or create something fresh. Let me use what you're already doing somewhere else. And that way you're meeting the needs of all your platforms. So cool. Main James Co. has all the resources you need to create audio assets in your business. You can go to mainjamesco.com and check out all the things. We have done for you and done with you services that will meet you at any stage of your business. If you're starting a podcast or refining what you have, or if you want to create audio to support your coaching business or for your marketing efforts, there's so many ways to create audio. Let's chat. Take what you've learned on this podcast and implement it into your own business. You can find the link in the show notes and use code podcast to get 15% off any service or product on the site. Start building your brand, your community through leveraging your voice and organically creating income and impact today. So how to be successful if you're just starting out, how often, because I know before it used to be, you had to have so many pins kind of lined up per day 
Is that kind of still part of the strategy that you work on with clients or is it different? So I think the big thing that has changed is that consistency is more important than quantity. So okay. I, I find so with my clients that we want to just make sure we can be consistent or when mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm teaching someone who does their own Pinterest or maybe helping someone with a strategy, I, I'll say to them, look, if you can do one pin a day, schedule it however you want to do it. You don't have to get on Pinterest every day. Um, you're being consistent and that's what the algorithm wants to see. Obviously, if you could put five fresh pins on every day, that would be amazing. You know, that would be great. Yeah. But but consistency is really important and then add layer in the quantity. And what you're going to find is because you can schedule pins to multiple places, multiple right. boards, over time, you will be building that quantity. So, you know, this right. week it might be one, but next week when you add another one, you've now got two because you've now scheduled that pin. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it sort of builds for you. So I I know people are concerned because if you read all the things, you're going to hear you need 20 pins or you need right. this or you need that. And lots of fresh pins are a really great thing, meaning new new blogs, new content, whatever. But if you can be consistent with a small number, you can see success. Oh, that's so cool. And I love that you said organic too, because... I, you know, I have some new clients that are, we're just launching out their podcasts and they're like, well, do I have to pay for sponsored ads? And I said, I actually don't work with paid ads. I, I try to promote and work with my clients on trying this organically. I mean, you could definitely pay for ads if that's what you so choose. It's quicker. But podcasting is a long-term strategy. So would you consider like Pinterest that as well? Like that it's evergreen, obviously, you know, one one pin could be looked at numerous times and people can go back to it just like a podcast episode or a blog. They're all long-term strategies. So I would say it's a long-term strategy as well. It absolutely is. And that's like such an important point. I think sometimes people want like a, a quick fix for for their you know traffic or whatever it is that they're working on. And it's it's not a quick fix. And I'm incredibly transparent about that with my clients. It can take three, six, nine months for your account to really get to where you want it to be. And it really depends also on your niche and, you know, what we're pinning about and all of those things. But I think of it as a long-term strategy. I think of it as, yes, it's evergreen, which is amazing. I, I was telling someone the other day, I have a pin I pinned, I think in 2019 at the holidays and every year it's holiday related. Every year at this time of the year, it comes back and I get thousands and thousands of views because of that one pin. And it's just proof that it's such an evergreen platform. And yes, just like you said, you can run ads. I run ads for certain clients. If that's what they want to do, it's quicker. Yeah. Um, but if you have really good content and if we can pin to your website, we can also build it organically. It's just slower. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, going back to like, let's say I have a, someone's listening and they're, they have a podcast. Um, You know, we work on brief, the clients that I work with, we do brief show notes. If they want more of a blog style pulled out of that, they can absolutely do that. I don't do that job. But if they have someone or they do that, that is another place for them to be able to use Pinterest to be able to pin to, right? Because I think that's kind of what I know of as Pinterest for me anyways, as an entrepreneur is 
you know, writing something and driving people back to your website. And that's what I want people to do with show notes as well, is you're constantly taking people back to your site because at the end of the day, it's all about nurturing your audience, getting them to know who you are, having a call to action. And and that's how I see a Pinterest pin as well, is having a CTA or call to action on every pin so that people know whether it's like in and directing them to different pages. Is that still a thing too? Like not just your services page, but connecting them to your about page or you know, like all the different things that you offer. Is that, does that make sense? Absolutely. The more URLs, more spots on your website that we can connect people to, the better, because Pinterest really does want what they call fresh pins, which means okay. new URLs. So I love what you said about the show notes, because I encourage podcasters to treat those like a blog. So mm-hmm. even if it's not long form, yeah. even short form. So what we do for that is... um I encourage a page per episode, not just a bunch of links on one page. And the reason for that is that's a different URL each time, which is what our friend Pinterest would like to see. And then we can pin to that using Pinterest, you know, so it's another place where if someone is searching for whatever that podcast is about, it could pop up, they could click on it and then head over to the place, that place on your website. It's, it's a great it's a great form of free content. You know, not everybody blogs, not everybody, you know, has, has something like that. And so in addition to that, yes, of course, you can pin to your products, you can pin to your services, all of those things. But I do love the idea of treating those show notes like a blog. Such good stuff. I think me and you need to continue this conversation off of here because I need to get back to Pinterest. It needs to be a part of my marketing plan, just like um, I, when I work with a client, I say, you know, your, your podcast should not be on the side of your desk that you're just kind of using, you can use it as a hobby, but I really do truly believe that in order to see some kind of success, it has to be incorporated to the rest of your business. So what all are you doing? What are all the things that you're doing to be able to spread the word, to get out and to create visibility with who you are and, and what you do? So. I think that's, oh my gosh, so good. What is one of the favorite things that you do in your business? I mean, you you do Pinterest management, but is there a piece of it? Like, I love the strategy piece in my business. What, is there a piece that you just like gravitate to that you just really enjoy doing with your clients? Yes, I do love the strategy bit myself. I, you know, I've done all of the things, but when it comes down to like what I like to do every day, I love, you know, meeting a new client, looking at their content, looking at what they're all about and figuring out how I can, you know, make them thrive on Pinterest. So I, I do like that part a lot. Yeah. It's so fun. And then, and then to see and hear feedback too, right? That's what also fuels our fire, right? When I get, you know, a message in the DM saying, oh my gosh, I just launched this private podcast and this is a response I'm already getting day two, you know, like, that's that that's super fun that's super fun it, it's amazing i love when i send a report or i send something fun or look at what this pen is doing and you know you get that positive reinforcement it's it's good it's really good oh so fun what's uh new or next in this world of entrepreneurship for kathy um you know is there anything that you're working on that you're really excited about or like tell us what you're doing or what you're what you're working on So I'm in a very much in a growth phase. I'm working towards certain goals for next year. I am building my team. I I'm in I'm in a good spot. I'm excited to see what's coming. I 
I've really restructured how I do my business. We're almost 100% a retainer-based business. So, you know, I work with management clients and and some little things here and there, setups and strategies and stuff. But it's just really fun. And I'm just working on visibility and meeting new people and, and growing my team. Oh my gosh, I love that. So if people are interested in adding Pinterest to their to their marketing plan, to their business plan, how do they find you? How do they reach out to you? So you can find me on my website, which is my name, kathyheflin.com. I'm also on Instagram as the Ecom Pinner. I'm on LinkedIn as Kathy Heflin. So I'm in all the places and I'm happy to chat with anybody. They can, you know, if they're on my website, they can send me an email or find me on Instagram and send me a DM or whatever. Perfect. I'll have those all in the show notes too. One last question before we get into a couple of just fun rapid fire questions to wrap this up. Is there any tips or advice that you would give an entrepreneur before they try this on their own? Um, you know, even to just start, just to start. What do you have any advice? Yes. So I I believe that done is better than perfect. I think that just start. I think that it's important to have something free to offer your audience that you can pin to. And then once you have that, and that by that I mean a podcast episode or a blog or whatever, or a freebie, that's awesome. Great email building, list building place. But and then once they establish that, I would say consistency, like I said earlier, you know, just start with a pin a day. It doesn't have to be complicated. Oh my gosh, I keep hearing that over and over. Consistency is key to everything that we do in business and in life. <laughs> so I think that's just something that we just got to keep sticking to. And if we have a plan, like you said, like a freebie for people to to find out more and to get to know who you are and to get a taste of what you're all about, I think that's like a perfect way to do it. So just some fun rapid fire questions before we go. Um, what, what is some great advice that your parents gave you? So I was encouraged by my parents just to work hard at the thing that I, that I loved doing. And so I was always a good student. It was important to me to do well in school. And I've sort of just continued down that path as an entrepreneur. Like I just, I... I make sure that I'm enjoying it, but I'm also, you know, taking it seriously and working hard at it. What is there a book or an audiobook or a podcast that has really helped in your business to to or for your mindset to to get you to where you are right now and to how you're thriving in business? So I am a big podcast listener. I love I go for walks, I think, just to listen to podcasts. <laughs> Not so the other good. way so around. Good. I love that. I think I love the Biz Chicks podcast. It's great business information for the style of business that I have. Um, and then I, you know, I read business books. I love, I'm going to say this wrong, but there is a book, Marcus. I'll think of it. They Ask You Answer. It is such a great uh, read about how how important it is to answer the questions that your audience is asking. So I love that for blog creation. You know, like, what are people asking me? So the book is called They Ask You Answer. Nope. Something like that. Sorry. I'll get it from you and put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah. That's so funny, right? 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's so good. No, it's all good. There's so many. And that's why I said, like, uh, I think that's a hard question because for most of us, like, we're forever learners. And so, like, I have a podcast Rolodex, I call it. Books, again, like, it depends what's in the moment and what I'm working on. But yeah, there's just so much good stuff out there to be able to inspire and to help us. How do you, you know, does, does entrepreneurship keep you up at night? And if it does, how do you shake that off? Because that's like, that's a tough. It is. And it, do, it doesn't keep me. What it does for me is I wake up in the morning early and I lay there and I think about all the things. And really for me at this phase of the game, I, it's excitement for me. Like, I know that it's probably counter to my good sleep habits, but I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to try this. I need to talk to this person. I'm in that phase of my business where it's just really fun. And so oh, I, I wouldn't say it's keeping me up in a negative way. I do, you know, I do love to go for walks to clear my mind. And mm-hmm. I do try to do other things that are not business related, but we do have lives outside of here. Yes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's important to be reminded of that sometimes. Well, sometimes it's hard. Well, when you're just getting started, it's, you know, I started my business during COVID. And so I did have all this time. And also in the last year, my children have both moved to, on to their grown-up lives. And so it's very easy to be very busy in your business. But for me, it's just been really... Oh, that's so good. And I think... It's not just when you get started. For me, I feel like it's, I took a lot of time off in the summer, which was great. But then I actually got, you know, life happened. Things happened in the fall. And then it just pulled me back. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I really have to go full throttle because I'm behind the eight ball, which I don't like feeling like that. So I think there's just busy seasons and life happens and it just depends where you are. But it's nice to know that you're in a happy space right now. And I'm hoping to get there too. This podcast is my happy space. I actually... I'm doing it because I, like many others, I have had it on my, you know, to-do list forever, but I, I always put others first and it's time in this stage of life to put me first and this is part of that. So I'm really excited and I, I'm very thankful that you have joined me, taken the time to join me because I think it's important for people to see all the different ways that they can become visible and how they can lever their, leverage their voice and leverage your voice can look different at different stages in life at different stages of business and and where you do it like which platform you choose and i always say there's the three main content planner or content platforms to to create content and it's either writing it's either video or it's audio um but i also think there's all these different channels that we can leverage that to and uh, pinterest is one of them and, and it is a powerful uh, channel it's not going away it's only becoming stronger in its own search engine ability. If you're looking at creating a marketing plan that is organic and that is evergreen, Pinterest is and should be something that you think about. So I thank you so much for taking the time with me today. You are very welcome. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.